Leader. Hold on to me as we go. As we roll down this unfamiliar road. And although this wave is stringing us along. No, you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning. Welcome to the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're here this morning with Kern County's most listened to realtor and our esteemed host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group at Coldwell Banker. With a passion for excellence, it's no wonder that she is consistently ranked as one of the best in the real estate industry nationwide. Lori's been selling real estate in Kern County for over three decades, during which time she successfully helped over 11,000 families meet their real estate needs. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, there's no better choice than the McCarty Group. You know, working with an expert makes the process easy, and frankly, it puts more money in your pocket. Just Google the McCarty Group, that's M-C-C-A-R-T-Y, or call 661-665-SOLD, that's 661-665-7653, and she or one of her partners will be delighted to help you. Let them make you their next success story, and a good morning to you, Lori. Good morning, Adelaide, and good morning, Kern County. I hope you're all up and going and enjoying this beautiful day out there. You know, it's the first Saturday of the month, and I hope all of you know what that means. It's another exciting episode of the Kern County Real Estate Review, Open House, Open Mic Edition. We're on the air. If you're just discovering us today, here's what you've been missing out on. Open House, Open Mic shines a spotlight on the hottest open houses available for an in-person tour right here in Kern County. Plus, we're going to be joined by a special guest, and here's the best part. You get to dial in and have your real estate questions answered live on air. So sit back, relax, and get ready for a fantastic episode of the Kern County Real Estate Review. Open house, open mic edition, starting right now. Nice. So uh, how many open houses are we featuring today? Well, today, Adelaide, we're shining the spotlight on an exclusive open house. And trust me, it is a standout. If you're looking for a home with acreage or you're a horse lover, then this might just be the one for you. And also, I mentioned that we're going to be bringing on a special guest in just a minute. Honestly, he's a bit of a local celebrity come the holidays, and he's known as being the go-to person if you want that picture-perfect Christmas tree. Can you all guess who it is? If Robert Mosley from House of Mosley sprang to mind, give yourself a pat on the back because you nailed it. So today I'm looking forward to checking in on the open house and getting all the holiday decorating advice from our local expert. Now, enough of my jabbering. It's time to introduce our guest. Good morning, Robert. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So for someone who might not be familiar with you, um, can you start by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and your amazing store? Well, I've... um been in the, the design business for almost 35 years now, which is hard to believe. It I, is. It is. <laughs> that must mean that we're just, um, I don't know, aging gracefully, right? Right, yes. <laughs> well, I tease and say I'm the old guy now. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, it is funny. 
but yes, yeah, so we have a store at the Town and Country Shopping Center, 8200 Stockdale Highway, Space D7, right next to Trader Joe's. And three years ago, I opened another store over in Paso Robles, mm-hmm. which is on 11th Street on the Square. Fantastic. Um, so in the world of holiday decorating, I think there's often a debate about timing. Um, in your opinion, how early is too early to start decking the halls for Christmas? Honestly, for me, it's hard to say that because we do we do holidays twenty four seven. Of course, literally we we start the beginning of the year at market in January, purchasing mm-hmm. for the end of the year. Right. So you start in January mm-hmm. for us in retail. Right. And then when you get to um, family homes and such, the thing is that sometimes. People go off to Thanksgiving somewhere else, so they want to get it all up and ready so when they get home and they get going. So that time frame is, it just blurs. And there are like little memes, which I kind of love. You have um, Halloween on the 31st and in November 1st, it's like Mariah Carey screaming her songs. (laughs) And that literally is our life. So you are putting Christmas up retail wise in your stores you have to be ahead of the game you do and they're ready and they're asking the week before um, halloween absolutely when's it coming up absolutely i mean uh, we were talking before we got on air that you know i have been resisting the temptation but gosh it's all out there it is. Um, the mailers are coming you know the magazines you're starting to see it everywhere it is um are you starting to see any um trends or shifts uh, as to when people are starting to prepare for their festivities? We actually started our installs on November 1st. Wow, that's so exciting. We've, we've already done four homes. Wow, that's great. And you know, to me, honestly, even though I, I tease and say it's too soon, mm-hmm. when I think about it, if you wait until December 1 or you wait until after Thanksgiving, you have such a limited amount of time right. to enjoy all the beautifulness and the warmth and the, I don't know, just the joy that, that Christmas and well, those it's, holiday it's, decorations evoke. It's definitely nostalgia. It's mm-hmm. nostalgia for everyone, and it's a time where you get to have your family together, and it's just a wonderful time of year to just to quote a song but it really is and it's hard to believe that you're supposed to fit all that from um, December 1st to the 25th right. and that's a that's a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort to have a limited time so I don't think it's a bad thing to blur the line and I don't either. and start early I, or at least I'm I'm starting to become of that opinion I used to be a very hard and fast rule you know nope not until we get through Thanksgiving and yes. I used to bemoan the stores that would have holiday decorations up before Halloween was finished, right? Right. right. But I'm I'm really maybe it's because I'm getting old and sentimental, <laughs> but I'm I'm starting to really understand the blurring of the lines. Now on the other hand, after the holiday festivities are over with, there's always that question of when do we pack away the decorations? So in your professional opinion, how long is it appropriate or tasteful? to leave up Christmas decorations. So the the funny thing is that my mom's birthday was always January 6th. Okay. So, um, and if you are um, religious or anything, that's when the three kings come. Right. And that's really supposed to be the end of the season. And so that that's where you take the nod of like, it's time to take it down. Um, and in all, and as a kid, my mom was over it by her birthday. 
So like it started coming down for that. And so to me, that's traditionally when it does. But there are times, you know, on December 27th <laughs> on the boxing day, I'm, I'm ready to put it away too. You're, you're, I'm done. It's, it's and been in, good. And as no. we just talked about on air, my son's birthday is December 31st, which mm-hmm. is New Year's Eve. And a lot of times, and we've been very fortunate, we go on a trip or do something. So you do want to, just like you want to get it out and be ready when you get back from Thanksgiving. Right. You want it to be away when you get back from your trip. So my put down has been a little sooner after, right after Christmas. Mm-hmm. But it's really because, it, again, it, it represents family was working for us. Right. So that's a fascinating thing to think about. Who takes down and puts up the... Robert Mosley. <laughs> yeah, Robert Mosley stuff, right? Does Robert Mosley do that? Sadly, my wife right here. <laughs> well, oh. so it's it's a little nuts on our personal Christmas tree. I am a Radco fanatic. Mm-hmm. I have always been, and it's just a luxe thing for me. Absolutely. Every year I've collected, and every trip I go on, I buy an ornament. My tree is literally just nothing but ornaments. Oh, and wow. there's thousands of them. Wow. So it takes a couple of days just for my tree. Mm-hmm. I go to your home. I can get it all done with a staff within two hours. My tree actually takes a little longer. <laughs> just And it's the ugliest, ugliest artificial tree. But really? then when you put everything on it, you don't it, see any of it. Then it looks beautiful. Yes. Right? Yes. That's, that's the beauty. Uh, gosh, Robert, this has been such an informative introduction. Um, looking at the clock, I think it's time for us to take a short break. And when we return, we're going to interview our open house agent. And I want to ask Robert some more specific questions about decorating for the holidays. So don't forget, you can reach us here at the studio at 661-399-1560 so that you can chat about all things real estate related or Christmas decorating. Stay tuned to the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR. We'll be back right after this break. It's no fun missing out on the home love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in Bakersfield, call Lori McCarty because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to themccartygroup.com and start packing. Hi, Dennis Prager here for Lori McCarty, host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. If you've got questions about real estate, she's got answers. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on KNZR 1560 AM, 97.7 FM. Now that's smart. And we're back this morning with Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group on the Kern County Real Estate Review here on 1560 AM, 97.7 FM, KNZR, and streaming live on KNZR.com. And if you're just tuning in, Lori is interviewing Robert Mosley of House of Mosley, and they're all talking about 
everything Christmas. Now to join in the conversation and get your Christmas decorating questions answered, call us here at the studio at 661-399-1560. Thanks so much, Adelaide. So, Robert, as we approach this festive season, um, what emerging trends are you starting to see in holiday decor? Well, I I believe that... um Trends come and go, so I try not to chase them too hard. Right. But definitely more color. There's a lot of color, a lot of um, pastels and pinks and hot pinks and teals that are being introduced with the blues and reds and traditional tones. Okay. And then a lot of it's coming back with um, sharp black and white. Okay. So it, it really is adding a lot of punch to traditional colors. So it's, you know, you should feel free to... Um, evolve and change up your experiment experiment and Mm -hmm. make things festive and fun but don't try to chase the rainbow of the the trend because a lot of times when you start collecting your things you end up with something you don't love right so it's hard to say just to go only one way well i would agree with that because i think you have to at least for me it's all about what speaks to my heart um I I know that historically over the years I have done various different trees because, you know, one year I'll be on that that teal kick. And I it just I saw a tree that was decorated with peacocks and teals and it just appealed to me. And I said, oh, my gosh, I have to do that. Yes. And it's gorgeous. And it it is. It's gorgeous. And then more in my style is uh, the browns and the earth tones. And that really fit. Uh, fit with my decor in my my formal uh, living spaces but I've also again evolving becoming a little more sentimental I noticed last year and probably again this year I'm going back to the traditional red and green in my my main tree in the family area um, because that is the tree I can put those um, you know those those ornaments that have sentimental value Exactly, exactly. And um, now are there any trends that you're seeing or any styles that really seem to be taking a back seat this year? No, actually, I think it's just all full throttle. There's like all different types of um, genres, like you're saying, with the teals and the coppers and peacock, that type of feel with introducing some of those really bright, beautiful blues. Mm -hmm. There's the very traditional red green, which we always stock. We always um, push because it is something that folds in very easily with Mm -hmm. um, what someone already has started. I call it a war chest. Okay. Um, I like that. Because you, you basically, you, you collect and collect Mm -hmm. and you know, every once in a while you have to purge. Yes. But it's um, one of those things that you build upon what you've already started, and you can have just a fabulous Christmas with that. You really can, and it's it's so fun, I think, uh, to, as you are, particularly those sentimental-type ornaments, right. to go through and go, oh, I remember when we purchased this one. And I'm sure you experience that with your Radco tree. We do that. Buying um, ornaments wherever you go. And we do. Right? Like, we were just in Hawaii, so I probably bought four or five ornaments i don't need them but i bought them because (laughs) they're right there (laughs) exactly it's never about need right it's always about want yes it is about want and that is one of those things you're able to um express and have that um joyous time where you can go back and remember when and 
and oh gosh, I remember when I got this ornament, mm-hmm. and oh, the kids were this old, or that type of thing. Absolutely, and I think that that is um, obviously our Lord and Savior is the reason for the season. Absolutely. However, I think it also serves to bring us all closer together uh, as a as a family and with those that we love and enjoy spending time with. And so if we have special ornaments that we can remember those times, I, I think it just does our hearts very good. It makes your heart full. It and absolutely that's, And that's does. what it's really about. And it's about... It's about um, family. It's about God. It's about, um, you know, being able to be a part of that and having those traditions built. And if it comes with a little $50 glass ornament, then I'm all about it. Absolutely. (laughs) So let me ask you, when it comes to Christmas trees, um, do you, we all know now that what your personal favorite is, but when you're decorating, um, do you lean towards a perfectly matched look? Or do you prefer that more eclectic, mismatched vibe? So I, I probably lean into the eclectic because okay. I'm all about, you know, making it a little more whimsy or a little more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pull a different look off on someone's tree by just changing the ribbons okay. and the tree topper. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I did a tree yesterday. It turned out beautiful, but I changed it up. I didn't put their angel on. I did a bow and some floral instead. And the, and I sent the pictures to the client because they were off on their way to a trip. And they said, well, where's the angel? And I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I decided to change it up this year. And then they wrote back, fabulous. Like they were happy about it, but they were afraid they didn't put the angel out. Oh, And very... so I was like, no, no, it wasn't that. I just changed it. You just decided. Yes. And, and, that's, and that's the right. fun part is mm-hmm. to experience it differently. Yes, you can still have your angel. I just put it on the mantle in the dining room instead. Okay. And dressed it with um, florals and um, picks and, and that type of thing. How nice! But the 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 difference is, she's still there. She's just now moving around the house. Exactly. <laughs> and so you get something new and different without having to completely change everything. And see, that is the beauty of hiring someone like you, because someone like me who doesn't have that creative aspect would have thought, okay, I'm going to put the bow on the tree. And the angel, I guess, is just going to stay in the box this year. (laughs) No, no, she's got to move on. (laughs) I wouldn't have even thought of that. I do that with um, people's everyday interiors. Like when you get a little tired of it, it moves out to the patio. (laughs) So so if it's, you know, obviously if it lasts outside, it can just keep moving. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we were talking. I I love that. I really do. I'm going to have to think about that as I... uh, go through my house these days because again i have a tendency yep i'm bored with you you go in the cabinet right? well yes and so for years my um, oldest son he's 25 now but when he was young like five six he insisted there was a star on the tree okay. it had to be a star okay and honestly my star came from target mm-hmm. it wasn't this some amazing whatever but it was just a lit star and that star has been on my tree ever since and it's mainly because he expects to see that tree, that tree with that star. And if he, it's not there, he makes a comment. Of course. So um, it is. So again, it's it's yin and yang of what fits your family best. Well, and and so that leads me to my next question, which is, you know, we have these sentimental things, be it the star on the top of the tree or right. ornaments that maybe our children made, right? Yes. 
Um, and how can we integrate these unique pieces while still creating an, an overall cohesive aesthetic? So there's definitely different ways you can integrate the child-like ornaments. They mm-hmm. can fall into the tree. You layer them in so that it's, you know, it's represented and it's part of. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they show up from school with this two-foot um, hand-cut um, snowflake that's not uh-huh. going to last. Yeah. So, yeah, it might be on the tree or the back of the tree that year. <laughs> but <laughs> it doesn't really necessarily make it on the tree next year. Right. So there's stuff like that. But okay. then also there's no reason you can't do like a little um, display or a little ornament or an ornament tree somewhere on a tabletop. It doesn't mean that you can't. Um, introduce a small tree in your child's room and let them put their stuff on their tree in their room. Excellent idea. So that's a way that it's represented, it's acknowledged, but it doesn't necessarily sit on my beautiful tree. I so there's different it. like aspects of things and you can do. And that also has to make them feel incredibly special that they have their own right. small Right, and it's tree. not a huge investment to no. allow that to happen. No. And it's a little lights, and it's it's, again, it's building memories, it's building that uh, repetition of of this is what we do this is how we celebrate this is part of our family absolutely so for those of us who might be aiming to make a statement with their christmas tree mm-hmm. um are there any expert tips that you can share with us so truly i think ribbon is everything i i love a good ribbon i i am not a big person to cut in my ribbon i love to literally just do a very simple floppy bow, tie it with some um, floral wire, and tuck it into the tree as the tree goes around because you can get a lot of movement, a lot of um, flash out of a ribbon. And some ribbons are they're kind of an investment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hate the idea of cutting them. So many people want to cut those special little dog tails and all right. that stuff, but they just fray. Right. So then you got to cut it again and cut it again. So truly, I just love keeping it blunt and I roll it so that when I go to put it away the following year, I have a new fresh roll of ribbon um, in Bakersfield because of our heat. If it goes out to the attic or into a storage unit somewhere and you rolled your ribbon properly, it's actually flat and clean and ready to go for the next year. If you just if you let Robert build that bow and you just shove it in a box and it comes back out, and it's all crinkled and mess that it's gone. Yeah. So no no offense, I'd love to sell you another bolt of ribbon, but you, there's no reason to mess up um, your war chest. Okay. Lori, Robert, sorry to interrupt, but we do have an agent on hold, Stephanie Giannis. Thanks for getting her on the phone, Adelaide. And before we hear about the great house that she's at, I want to tell you just a little bit about Stephanie. Stephanie is one of our buyer specialists at the McCarty Group, and she is enthusiastic and incredibly passionate in her drive to help buyers. She's become extremely skilled at helping clients maneuver through their choices in this market, and we are so grateful to have her as a part of our team. I must say, Stephanie has a bubbly and contagious personality that puts a smile on the face of everyone around her. She really brings joy to the real estate transaction, and that's not the case for a lot of agents. So without further ado, let's bring Stephanie to the mic. Good morning, Stephanie. Can you hear me? Yes, good morning, Lori. So where are you holding an open house today, and how long are you going to be there? 
I'll be hosting an open house at 1549 Houghton Road, and I'll be here from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Great. Can you start, Stephanie, by giving us a really broad overview of this property and what makes it so unique in today's market? Well, this property, being a horse property, sits on a little over five acres with owned solar um, and on, on a corner lot. Okay, great. Now, can you tell us about the interior spaces of the home? Are there any particular rooms or areas of the home that you think will be especially appealing to potential buyers? Yes, I definitely think that the game room slash family room um, is a great space, perfect for entertaining. It's equipped with the bar area, sink, and cabinet. Wonderful. Um, so what could a culinary enthusiast like my husband expect from the kitchen in terms of layout and amenities? Well, this kitchen features towel countertops, black appliances, bar top seating, a built-in range and double oven. It also has a cozy breakfast nook to enjoy meals. Or if you like, I would create a little coffee corner for sure. Great. And being that it's horse property, can you tell us about the outdoor spaces at this property? If I recall, it has an awful lot going on. Yes, it does have a lot going on. As you step outside, you are greeted by a large pool, a great outdoor kitchen, a barn with six covered pens, turnout pens, tack room, round pen, and a fenced arena. Wonderful. So finally, Stephanie, you know, having seen and represented numerous properties, what personally stands out to you about this one? Well, of course, you know, the property's acreage for sure, for one. And for me, it's the ginormous Pebble Tech pool. It's incredibly tempting to dive in. (laughs) Even this time of the year, huh? (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Well, I know you need to uh, get back to your open house. Uh, But before you go, tell us one more time where you're going to be and how much longer you're going to be there. All right. I will be here at 1549 Houghton Road at between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Perfect. So good luck today, Stephanie. Go sell that home, okay? I definitely will. Thank you so much. You bet. So listeners, if this home sounds like the one, then make sure to visit this exceptional open house today between 11 and 1. Trust me, you don't want to miss the opportunity to personally connect with Stephanie who's going to be there to warmly welcome you and provide a first-hand tour of the property. However, if today's timing doesn't quite align with your schedule, don't fret. You can simply give us a call, and we'll be more than happy to arrange a private showing at your convenience. So before I get back to chatting with our guest, Robert Mosley, let's go ahead and take a short break. When we get back, Robert, if it's okay with you, I want to talk about more decorating tips and how you can make your house shine if you're listing it for sale during the holidays. So remember, folks, to be a part of the conversation, you can call us here at 661-399-1560. That's 661-399-1560. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The times we're living in are unparalleled, and it's affected all of us. It's made us feel uneasy and alone. 
Americans who need to sell their home or have to move and buy a new home are experiencing tremendous stress right now. And I know it's scary and overwhelming, but there is a solution. I'm fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America, agents who are going to tell you the truth, who will give you the best advice that's right for you. Right now, you need to work with an agent that can bring solutions for you. You have the help of somebody that can help you really make an informed decision. Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group at Caldwell Banker. You may want to take a cash offer, or maybe it's time to upgrade your home and get it ready to sell in the summer. Maybe you should just hold tight and refinance. You do have options, and you deserve to work with a great agent who does business with the highest integrity. Call Lori McCarty at 665-SOLD or online at themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. You're listening to KNZR, 1560 AM and 97.7 FM and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County's most listened to realtor, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group and our host of the Kern County Real Estate Review. And remember, if you'd like to call in, our number is 661-399-1560. And this morning, Lori is interviewing Robert Mosley, owner of House of Mosley. Thanks, Adelaide. So, Robert... um, this trend of multiple Christmas trees in a home, am I alone or is that pretty popular? Is it too much? I, mean, I don't think it's ever too much, but um, no, you're not alone. There's several clients that do several trees. Um, I have one client, for instance, that she pretty much has a tree in every room. Everything is completely themed. I'm and, jealous. <laughs> and it's just her collections. So it's a way of representing and, and ex- uh, expressing herself. Wow. How awesome. Um, how does it, can you do her house in a day or does so it? Her, so actually it's funny because we come and we do her living room tree and her family room tree. We accessorize those rooms in the entry, but she has trees and kitchens and family rooms and or guest rooms and all, but she does all those. Oh, wow. So, um, and I guarantee you she starts way before October 1st. Okay. Because just to have it, there's a lot of work that goes Absolutely. into what she does. But we come in and she loves the fact that we, we you know, like I had mentioned, we change mm-hmm. the bow mm-hmm. or change mm-hmm. something and move something differently and you're able to recreate things. So that's why she's allowed us in to change things up to have a different perspective. So personal question, your house, how many trees do you do? So it was always one, but honestly, two years ago, I added a living room tree. Okay. Um, my family room tree is so dedicated with all those ornaments. Uh-huh. I don't really get to express a lot of like fun ribbon and floral and um, color mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. So that's why I added a living room tree. So it really is. In our living room, we have this beautiful pale blue walls with green mm. sofas and um, teal upholstery. That's where my wife's grand piano is. It's a gorgeous room. But it never really got a lot of love because everything went towards the family room. Right. And so that's why I added a McKinsey Child's pot and I put a, a slim seven-foot tree and I have more fun with it with the florals, et cetera. Oh, wonderful. So are there any particular color palettes that you're 
contemplating for that room this year? So I'm definitely going to add silver and gold to that tree just to change it up Mm -hmm. and maybe a little bit of black and white just to pull from the container coming up because it's a courtly check planter. Right. Oh, I love that look. Yes, I think it's really, really fun. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um, So beyond the realm of traditional ornaments, are there any, I don't know, innovative decorating ideas that you recommend for a tree? So, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, it comes down to collections and what people have acquired okay, and where you can take it and push the envelope with um, florals. Okay. Um, I think that if you were doing more of that sparse um, boho feel, that California um, casual look, mm-hmm. you can definitely add like um, live um, magnolia stems. You can change things up in that fashion and make it just a little cleaner with like a clear glass bowl. Like so that so but that's more of a trend. So you can you you're able to uh, manipulate your look right. to match your decor. Kind of like what you'd mentioned mm-hmm. like you have more traditional mm-hmm. settings so you gravitate to those traditional colors. Right. So um I think it's just really has it, all it always comes down to is how it represents you and your family. Wonderful. So what about tree lighting? Um have any insights on how to create that warm, magical glow? So my rule is if you have a live tree, you should have 100 lights per foot of your tree. Oh, So that way it. it definitely has enough um, um, substance to the tree. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of dark spots. That's something that people don't invest in or do that little extra. Mm-hmm. Because if you light your tree, you light a room. Right. And you light your ornaments and it becomes more of that showcase. So that's the lighting is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many wonderful lights today with the LED oh, and they're um, low voltage. They're they're not heating your tree up, those type of things. And even when it comes to an artificial tree, mm-hmm. I still will add um, some of those little string twinkly lights on the top of the tree. So it branches out and kind of waterfalls or cascades down. So oh, anything nice. that creates lighting and mood, that's everything. It is. So for for those of us on a budget, uh, what are there? What are some cost effective, yet really impactful ways um, to make our tree stand out? Again, back to the lighting. That's okay. huge. Um, and once you conquer that, you can pretty much have a sparse look. It doesn't have to be a ton if it is budget conscious. Again, you can do um, live clippings. You can spray things gold. You can take. Uh, one year we did. I a never tree. even thought about spraying things. Well, wow! So you you could take um, palm, we, and, and we've done this in the past. We've taken palm leaves, palm tree leaves, spray painted them gold, clipped them, and shoved them into the tree. So they just kind of um, added um, length and and fullness to it. Mm-hmm. And it can be in silvers, golds. You could be crazy and do some color. Right. Like right now is a lot of color. You could mm-hmm. push that envelope. But I think that. Um, this one year we did this tree. I swear it looked like a headdress. It looked like it was going to get up and dance. <laughs> it just had it had so much movement and so much um, flamboyant to it. It 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 looked like a um, Las Vegas headdress. <laughs> wow, I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, it's it's a good tree, and, and the client still talks about that tree. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, so, you know, that brings me to to this concern. You know, when it comes to holiday decorating. I think there is truly an art to getting it right. That's why everyone should hire you. 
Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for those of us who are not as gifted, are there common mistakes or, or oversights that you've observed over the years that, that all of us tend to make? Yes. Honestly, it's when you're trying too hard. Oh, when you are trying to make that bow so perfect that it looks so tight and strangled, uh-huh. it's it's better to be a little more casual and lax to it. Okay, because you'll get more movement. Okay, um, I think people overthink trying to place every ornament, everything so perfectly right. that it drives them nuts, and it takes them three or four days to do the tree. Uh huh. It, it's it's a lot of pressure that they apply to themselves, and it's not necessary. Right. Okay. Again, we come into a home and we're in and out. I mean, yes, I have a staff, but we're in and out in a couple hours. You should not be overthinking every um, strategic split spot you're putting everything in and try to make it fun and make it happy. And it doesn't have to be so perfect. Sometimes when it's so perfect, it looks stale. Okay, so so here's what I'm hearing. Have a glass of wine, Lori, and then go decorate the yes, tree, absolutely. right? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Maybe two. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Is there anything else that we should do um, to, to try to help make that creative process better for us? Again, j- just don't be so serious about it. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, people apply so much pressure to it. And okay. it just needs to be fun. It needs to represent your family. You definitely should include your your friends and family into the situation. Um, and just just let it relax and have fun and be joyous. That's the whole reason we're doing all this in the first place. Absolutely. So now you mentioned that you have a staff that helps you. Yes. Um, how many usually go in to, to decorate a home? Um, most of the time, it depends on the scale of the scope of the work. Okay. The um, the larger the home, the more staff Obviously. comes. Mm-hmm. I definitely always have at least one assistant, sometimes two. Sometimes the one assistant is just literally picking up after me because I'm... I'm <laughs> You're I'm moving messy. it. I'm moving feet. along and yeah. I'm a little messy. So, um, again, my wife can account to that. But... Um, <laughs> So yes, sometimes it's just, you know, it's a team effort. I'm, I'm, I've experienced over the years that if I don't go to a certain job and I don't put that ribbon or I don't put that topper on the tree, uh, I'll get, um, backlash from the customer thinking, oh, it's just not the same. And you're like, oh my gosh. And I love that they want me to be there, but sometimes I'm just like, I just didn't want to get on the ladder that day, (laughs) but, um. No, but it's it's a it it's 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 an honor to be a part of that, and so I do honor being in people's homes and everyday jobs, and especially the holiday jobs. I've I think I've spoke about it before when those kids' faces light up. I I think that's just amazing. Absolutely, you know all this talking about decorating the tree. It's it's really starting to get me in the the spirit. And good, good. I don't know. I might just put up that tree before Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so with Halloween coming down, mm-hmm. we, um, you know, some of my um, pumpkins and McKinsey pumpkins and all those kind right. of things, you know, the the, scare, the the spooky goes away and all the pumpkins sit out. Right. And so I was looking at Alexis the other day and I was like, okay, when do I get to put the Christmas up? Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've had it for, what, two days? <laughs> Yeah, fall, Thanksgiving was just a two-day, three-day, four-day yes, event, right? Exactly. Now we're going to move 
move right on into Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, looking at the clock, I think it's time for us to take another quick break. If you have questions, we have answers here. So call us at 399-1560. That's 661-399-1560. This is Lori McCarty, and you're listening to the Kern County Real Estate Review. And I'm always grateful for that. Stay tuned, because we'll be right back. Hey, you confused about real estate? Sean Hannity here, and I can tell you as an active real estate investor, well, just like the stock market, it can go up one day and down the next. Home values and sales, they fluctuate on a dime. Now, even though I've bought and sold homes for years all across this great country, one thing I will always do is partner with a sharp real estate agent that truly studies local and national market trends, that knows the real value of homes, and most importantly, knows how to generate demand regardless of the market. And the good news is you have a truly amazing agent right in your backyard. I'm talking about Lori McCarty of Coldwell Banker. She has an amazing team working for her that doesn't miss a single detail. Her system is so bulletproof, well, she can create demand for your home at a deadline that you agree to, or she will buy it herself. Now, real estate doesn't have to be frustrating or scary. Call Lori McCarty today at 665-SOLD. That's 665-SOLD. Online, themccartygroup.com. That's themccartygroup.com. Go there, and you can start packing. You're listening to KNZR 97.7 FM and 1560 AM and streaming live on KNZR.com. And we're back this morning with the Kern County Real Estate Review featuring our host, Lori McCarty of the McCarty Group with Robert Mosley of House of Mosley. And Robert, I've got a question about themes. So this came up in conversation a couple of days ago and they're talking about, I want to do something like Nightmare Before Christmas-ish. Like, I mean, do you see stuff like that and people get pretty creative with it or? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you see a lot of themes, and especially when it comes into genres of different movies, like The Grinch or mm-hmm. um, Jack Skellington with The Nightmare Before Christmas. There's there's a lot of those kind of um, genres, and it's a lot of fun. Very cool. And, and we talked kind of on one of the previous breaks about the Charlie Brown tree. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is that what you that have doable? at your house? I was just thinking, would that cost extra? I'm sure that would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I think a couple of years ago they marketed them. They didn't sell so well. Oh, they. <laughs> <laughs> I could go in the backyard and I'm sure pull a weed right, and, exactly. and, yeah. and make that happen too. Yeah. So, and I th- I feel like you mentioned something maybe in a previous show uh, about a like a Star Wars theme even. Oh yeah, we've we've um, done those as well. So again, any genre, if if. Ultimately, if it represents you and your family, then have at it. That's that's amazing. We have people that collect Harry Potter things. Wow. So you have to make sure you have those um, mm-hmm. items to collect as well. Um, I have a cousin, Kelsey. If you had to pick her holiday, it's actually Halloween. Wow. And she does a Jack Skellington concept because she runs it all the way straight through everything. So it's just that that's what fits her. That's her right. her style, her look. And that's what it's all that's about. That's what brings her joy. That's what brings her joy, and that's what it's all about. It's about 
what represents you and how you um, express yourself. And so that's the great thing about it. One thing I don't want to bring back is the the needle and the string and the popcorn and cranberries. <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys might – we remember that? I remember that. I do I, remember I, that. I do, you know, I, I am old enough. I do remember that. And that was a lot of work for – And a lot of Band-Aids. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. A lot of poking the fingers. I always thought it was funny they made the kids do it. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's kids a today smart don't know. thing. Let's, let's give the kid a needle. <laughs> They're the ones that got poked. Yeah. <laughs> So, Robert, now before the break, we were talking a lot about decorating for the holidays, right? And what about for our listeners that are out there thinking about selling their home during this holiday season? I've got some questions, if you don't mind, that I think might be helpful for them. Yeah. Um, So if you're looking to sell during the holiday season, um, how would you recommend for them that they decorate? Um, Is there a balance between being festive and neutral that that could appeal to potential buyers out there? So my opinion of that is it's just like when you're trying to sell a home non-holiday. You want to clean those closets out. You want to declutter the space. You want to make it look spacious and happy. And those are just basic rules. And it should kind of follow through with suit of holiday as well. You don't want to overkill it. But at the same time, you do want them to imagine that's where the Christmas tree goes. That mantle's big enough. It will fit my collection. You know, the entry. Oh, gosh, look what they did with their entry. I want to buy one of those when I buy this house. So there's different things you can do to pinpoint, but I don't think overkill is the way to go. Right. And truly, it's and that goes back to just an everyday sell. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right because I'm constantly telling clients um, we want to minimize because it's very hard for a new buyer to visualize their items in your home yes. if you have too much that they have to look through. Well, and you, you know, and, and again, it goes back to collections, but if you have so much stuff in that closet or so much stuff on those kitchen islands and countertops that they can't see past it, it's hard for them to imagine their things in that house. Absolutely. And so that's that's a huge deal. Okay, great. Um, so how can uh, homeowners highlight some specific features of their home, like a grand fireplace or some very expansive windows uh, using holiday decor? Or is that something you would recommend? So I honestly, I think the simpler, the better. Okay. Yes, definitely do something great in the entry. You want to do your tree clean and pristine, dress your mantle. But I, I don't believe you should overdo uh, the home okay. because you can't see past the items to see. Well, and then I guess on the flip side, if your house is needs a lot of work, maybe that's where you put a lot of <laughs> <laughs> that's where you add a lot of poinsettias right? everywhere. <laughs> but you know, it's it's just like the entry of your house. You want to add those poinsettias. You want to you want to be just like you're doing um, for your party. You you want it to feel that way when you're trying to sell your house. You want that um, welcoming uh, moment at the entry with wonderful poinsettias or maybe it's a, a wonderful um, piece or just it could be some target lit trees that are just in the space. They don't even have to be decorated. Now, are you talking interior entry or exterior? Both. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to ask you, you know, that exterior of the home is the first area that the potential buyers really focus on. Yes. And... Um, you know, I wanted to know if you had any tips for tastefully decorating that so that 
people were in the spirit, but yet not overwhelmed. So I, I again, I think it's truly, it's a party. Okay. You, you're setting your house up for a party. You want your house to sell. I like that, you know, because I, I tell people all the time, imagine you're hosting a party. Yes. Turn oh. on all the lights. Yes. Right. Yes. And you can't close any doors. Right. You can't have a junk room during the party. No, not right? at all. Not at all. Because people menander through the house mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're there to preview the home. So you want to set it up for a party because this is the place. This is what you want. This is this is your new lifestyle. So those are the things that you want to convey when you are setting a home up for sale during the holiday time. Um you you may have that wonderful Grinch or uh, Star Wars tree <laughs> that may not be the time to put it up. Okay, <laughs> so perhaps maybe a little more traditional or a little bit more in the decor of your home. Um, I think you should always go with the decor of the home. Okay, because it does represent the home. Okay, um, I think that if you let the house represent itself in that fashion, the bones of the house don't fight the bones of the house. Okay, I think that's a huge thing. I think I even I apply that every day when it comes to people doing remodels. Okay. You have to listen to the house. Okay. If you live in a ranch house, you're not going to have a Georgian um, life, you know, setting. Right. So um, that whole southern feel doesn't fit in that ranch. Right. So you really you have to go back to the bones of the house. If it's a traditional home with a beautiful brick entry with some gorgeous doors, put some lit trees by the front door. So when they come in. It's it's inviting and it's pulling you in. Mm-hmm. I think those are things that um, are necessity for representing the house and how it can set up to live in. Okay. Um, would you recommend that someone adjust their holiday decor then to, to complement that architectural style of their home? Yes. I think that's a definite yes. That's okay. something that should be kind of applied to generally. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we all collect and we all do and have fun. And yes, you should have anything you want, your heart's desire. But if you're selling your house. <laughs> That's the time to put the collections away yeah, exactly. and to minimize what is there so that. Because um, they have to imagine what their house would look absolutely. like with their things. Absolutely. So if you have that Star Wars tree front and center with four other trees in every other room, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming and um, you're not seeing the house anymore. You're seeing the stuff. Right. And sometimes stuff doesn't sell the house. And Lori, just to add to that too, mm-hmm. I, I see this, you'll look for be looking for a home in January mm-hmm. and the pictures of the home still have the Christmas decorations in it. So you're thinking like, that's been sitting a while. Yes, so maybe absolutely. Like, yeah. so does that really happen? It really does happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I would recommend that there's my tip to homeowners and to realtors if the home has uh, holiday decor in the photographs, once the holiday has passed, have new photos taken. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, after the holiday season, uh, storing decorations, you know, storing our war chest, right, yes, can yes. be a challenge. Um, so do you have any useful organizational or storage tips that, that we could use? So I, I definitely use those clear containers because you can kind of peer or peek into and know what, what box you're pulling out the next time. Okay. Um, I think those are huge and they're they're not super expensive mm-hmm. anymore. And I think that if you can minimize your storage, that's even better. 
Yes, I have clients that have off-site storage because that's how they function in the house to keep their house decluttered. Right. Um, so there's, it's just a, upon the scale of your war chest, I guess. Right. <laughs> but um, we have a space in our attic. That's where everything goes. And um, it's it's a little bit of a pain to get it in and out. But, yes, it's it's a challenge. Now, do you... Do you store yours by color, by theme, by or room. both? I, I or do by it by room. room. Oh. So that if these four boxes come out, I know that's the family room. Okay. And or the living room or et cetera. Okay. For someone like me who likes to change it up. Right. Would you recommend storing by theme of the tree or by color or by? Well, I mean, it, it's definitely helpful when it comes out that way. Um, oh, I, I'm always thinking about how it comes out because I'm not necessarily putting it away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put anything away. <laughs> I was going to say, that's not included, is it? <laughs> that's not included. <laughs> and every every once in a while, someone will twist my arm and get me to do it, but it's not my thing. <laughs> okay. okay. Your thing is, make, is pulling it all out and making it look But beautiful. I'm very appreciative of customers and clients that will have it organized by room because it's easy to um, delegate and, and mm-hmm. take spaces to different things to different spaces. It's um, very helpful when you know that all the table lin- linens are in one box, that type of thing. Okay, perfect. Um, so obviously decorating homes, especially during the holiday season, um, it's got to come with its fair share of Unexpected moments and surprises, I would imagine. Yes. Is there a, a funny or memorable story from your experiences that you could share with us? One of my most favorite customers, and she's passed now, but oh my gosh, her tree went out like every other day. And it was a live 12-foot noble fir. And those lights just kept blowing. Oh, no. I was at her house every morning at 7.30 to re restring, rewire, redo. Oh, no. And and she put the tree up early in the season, and I stuck to it. And it's, you know, for years she would laugh about it. But, you know, I was dedicated to make sure that that thing was lit. <laughs> so... <laughs> And was it just because of the age of the lights? Was it? I think it was just the multiple of it. Oh, the you know, enormous too amount. many of it, mm-hmm. and also, and we string them all. This together. was years mm-hmm. ago, and mm-hmm. the lights weren't as great as they are today. Right. The LED doesn't do that. Those old school ones. Yes. Did. Um, we also had just recently, last couple of years, we had a customer's tree, and it fell over three times. Oh no! And it had nothing to do with us. It was just the way that the tree, the live tree, was mounted to the uh-huh. to the um, to the, the stand the, to the stand, mm-hmm. and it just fell over. It just fell over, and then it fell over again. And all of her her oh, ornaments were breaking. Ornaments. Mm. I was I was giving her ornaments, and she was saying, "No, I'll buy them." I'm like, "No, it fell over again." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so um, th- those are kind of those moments where you are dedicated to your customer and client and you are going to be there to fix it and make sure it's the way it is. And and that is why you have built such an amazing reputation throughout oh, this town. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you are just head and shoulders. Um, thank you. Wonderful to it's, work it's with. It's huge for me to, to be honored into people's homes and letting, letting me be a part of their home. That's, it's, it's a, definitely an honor. Well, you have actually, you have absolutely earned that honor, Robert. Um, so you you touched on something a moment ago that 
that I hadn't thought to ask you, but I will now. Artificial or live? Well, I appreciate an, a good artificial tree. <laughs> okay. Be, mainly because the, the the way it's pre-lit and, and how you can put heavier ornaments on it. And when you do have those blown glass ornaments, they are protected more. Yes. Um, I do understand the nostalgia of a live tree, mm-hmm. but that is my go-to if I was to select or ask someone to get something. It is mine too. Um, and in your mind, what classifies it as a good artificial tree? Um, the strength of the branch and okay. the pliability of the wiring okay. so that you can apply um, ornaments to it. Um, that's that's what I that's what I would recommend for anybody. And it doesn't have to be the most expensive front gate, whatever. Sometimes it's a tree from um, Costco, but mm-hmm. you know it's it's that it has to have pliability so that you can work and push your ornaments in. And there's so many amazing holiday fragrances now. Oh, you don't you don't miss the smell of the the live no. tree. No. And I don't want a bunch of live tree farmers to be mad at me. But <laughs> there are so many great um, fragrances that we even offer at the store. You mm-hmm. you don't even realize you don't have a live tree in there. Well, and I I have to tell you, for the longest time, I resisted artificial mm-hmm. because of the nostalgia and you know it was a big tradition in my family to all of us get together uh drive for a couple of hours up to my grandparents area where we would go cut down the perfect tree and it was always a question at my parents house was it going to fit in the ceiling or not (laughs) or or was this the year dad was actually going to cut that hole that he threatened every year (laughs) to make it fit (laughs) to make it fit um but as time went on and prices got more expensive and the 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 mess of cleaning it up um and it, and it can be a little dangerous too and and i tend to be that girl because remember traditionally i don't put mine up until after thanksgiving true, true. and i love to have those lights on all the time yes right yes. i'm i'm the one who so will, our our live tree customers they really don't put stuff up till around the 12th okay so that's that is their tradition that's what they do but we still go buy the tree and bring it so they're not they're not going to the farm they're not doing any of those things but um yes i understand all that and we did that when my kids were young go to the tree farm not exactly the farm but you know the local tree farm and help pick it out but as time goes by and everyone gets busier and to know that you have that Um, sustainable tree that's always there it's kind of the way to go absolutely this has been so much great information robert before we go please tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you so we uh the the bakersfield store is located at 8200 stockdale highway d6 in town and country shopping center next to trader joe's we right now are open um, seven days a week during the holiday season and in Paso Robles, it's 840 11th Street on the square. And so, and you can give us a call at 661-397-7222 and or contact us at robert at houseofmosley.com. Perfect. Thanks again for spending the morning with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. You bet. Um, now, before I sign off, I want to invite all of our listeners out there to our upcoming event. Santa's going to be visiting the McCarty Group. 
So stop by our office at 9100 Ming Avenue, Suite 100, on Saturday, December 2nd, between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. You'll have the opportunity to have your children meet and take pictures with Santa, receive a special gift, and we look forward to seeing you there. So, thanks so much for joining us this morning, and we look forward to visiting with you next week. This is Lori McCarty with the McCarty Group of Coldwell Banker Preferred Realtors, wishing you and yours a blessed day and a fantastic week ahead.